Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode, I'm rambling about Topgolf, Instagram, and uh, whatever else comes into my head. For those of you unfamiliar with this series, I pick um, a set of topics, mostly unrelated, and um, I'll start to ramble about them. Usually they don't make uh, sense, uh, they're not connected, but it's really just for fun. Um, if you fall asleep to the episode, that's fantastic. If not, then that's okay. You know, your, the podcast is here to help you relax, unwind, maybe sleep, but it's whatever it may be. I um, got a question the other day, which was, how do you pick the topics for your rambles and my best answer to that would be um typically let's say i'm daydreaming i will uh, whatever whatever kind of comes into my head while i'm daydreaming i'll pick as a topic not not every time obviously but there are just plenty of times where you know i'll be thinking in this case i was literally thinking about um, the fact that I went to Top Golf recently, and and I was just kind of thinking about it, and it was a good time, and the food was good, and and the experience was fun, and um, I just said, well, okay, well, why not just ramble about it? And then five minutes later, I'm on um, Instagram, and I'm thinking, you know, I've got my my issues with Instagram and social media in general. Why not ramble about it? It's the same thing that everyone says about social media, so. It's not like I'm going to give you a, uh, a very unique twist on that. But anyway, listen, I, uh, I went to Top Golf, Top Golf the other day. Pretty, pretty fun, I have to admit. Top Golf, if uh, you're not familiar, is basically a closed golf range. Okay. And you play for points. You can. I mean, it didn't seem like a lot of people there were taking it very competitively. Um, but I'll sort of walk you through the process or what it's like if you haven't gone. Um, it's pretty fun. Pretty interesting concept, that is. So you show up, uh, you pay for this Top Golf card, which was kind of odd. But you get this card. Uh, I think it's a $5 charge. Maybe it's just a. Um, Maybe they find that if you get a card, you build more brand loyalty, and it's only $5, so you don't complain because uh, it's only 5 bucks, and then it's a one-time charge, right? And so they think, you know, if you have this card on you at all times, you're going to come back often. Um, anyway, I think it's like $30. Um, you, you go to the register, you get your top cough card, um, then you register to play. And I want to say it's like 30 bucks a person or something. Can't quite exactly remember what it was. So you reserve your bay. Not B-A-E, but B-A-Y, as they call it. Uh, and when your party is up, you go with a maximum of eight people, if I recall correctly. You get your golf clubs up there. Um, you have a little lounge area where you sit. And you start playing golf. Um, and it's supposed to be one person at a time. And the screen at your bay, B-A-Y, indicates who t whose turn it is. 
and um, how how many points you score is also indicated on there and, and so on and so forth. And they have different games. I, I didn't try any of the different games or we didn't try the different games, but the point system, the, the main one is basically um, they have holes set up across the range. Uh, and if you get your ball, you know, in the hole, um, they add points. Um, I have no idea how they can track the ball. Um, because they, they must have at least 100 bays at the location that I visited. Maybe more. I mean, this thing is huge. I mean, this thing is like a... Th this thing from the outside... Top golf from the outside looks like a three... Like a giant real-life three-layered cake. Um, that is like a, a, a building that looks like someone just sliced in half... And uh, I was impressed with how huge this place was. Um, especially because you're only doing one activity, which is playing golf. So anyway, that's my comparison. It looks like a giant building sliced right in half. And it kind of looks like a three-layered cake. I don't know why I'm saying it's like a cake when it's just a building. Uh, but yeah, somehow they're able to track your swing and then it's very accurate it's like you know this hole if you get in this hole in this part of the golf range it's five points if you get it over here it's 10 points and and it keeps track every time and, and i don't know how they do it um, but let's get into it how did i play right which is probably what you're thinking of i was terrible um i used to play baseball when i was younger uh I thought that would give me some advantage or edge in golf, but it's quite the opposite. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt and with total clarity that I did not make solid contact on a single ball during a single swing at Top Golf. And look, I mean, I didn't grow up playing golf. It never interested me, and I didn't understand why I would play golf when I could play basketball or baseball which is what I did anyway. Um, and for others, it's the opposite. You know, I mean, I had a friend that loved golf as a kid. His dad wanted him to play from a young age. He did, and he played college golf, which for me is just funny to see. Uh, most of us, I'm sure, would identify golf as an old person sport. Now, that's not fun or unathletic, uh, but, you know, you see retired people living in Arizona playing a few times a week. So the idea of a competitive golf team to me is just is just funny at a young age. It's like a bunch of kids playing golf. But, you know, hey, it's probably a great sport to try, uh, you know, when you're young. Uh, just because the sheer number of young kids and young adults that grow up playing the sport probably means the competition for a scholarship is quite low compared to other sports like football, basketball, baseball. Um, maybe soccer will be the next sport that comes up and everyone is playing and, and trying to play competitively. Um, even though if you've grown up in the USA since like 1945, it seems like you've been told that soccer is coming, that it's going to be the next big sport in this country and that you're going to see a total revolution with our best athletes migrating over to that sport. 
and it really hasn't happened as far as I can tell. I'm going to take a sip of water quickly. It really hasn't happened, right? I don't disagree that eventually it's going to happen. I think the advent of the FIFA games and the growing popularity of them, and I guess Pro Evolution Soccer as well, you know, the ease of watching the Premier League, the Bundesliga, Bundesliga here in the USA, it's probably captured a large uh, number of fans that otherwise had no idea about the sport or the different leagues. Um, and of course, it, hel- it, it helps to have Americans play for some recognizable teams in Europe, mainly in Germany, right, where you have, you know, Christian Pulisic at Dortmund, Wes McKinney or, or McKinnon, I forget his name, the midfielder Schalke, so on and so forth. And I do really like the sport, and I enjoy European footy. So I'm hoping the sport takes on here the way it's supposed to have taken on here for like the last 50 years. I'm not 50, but that's what it feels like to me. Does anyone else feel that way? I just, I grew up, you know, always being told, you know, on sports radio and by, you know, by who else? I don't know. I guess just sports radio. Maybe that's my bias is that I grew up listening to a lot of sports radio. Um, But yeah, it just seemed like soccer was the next logical sport where, again, our best athletes in this country... Not all of them, obviously, but a good portion of them, they'll stop playing football, they'll stop playing baseball. I mean, a lot of kids are stopping to play baseball. For me, it's sad to admit it, but, you know, the the popularity of the sport, it's just too slow. I can understand it. Um, it's just a slow sport. I mean, as someone who grew up playing it, I can, I can watch it now as an adult. Um, but for people that never grew up playing it, there are a lot of people that I know that grew up playing it and can't stand watching it. And it's just because it's it, it takes so long for the action to happen, right? So, you know, I really can't say that I'm uh, surprised at the lack of numbers of the youth playing the sport. But, you know, it's still a good option for people that... Um, want their their kids to try to play a sport, a team sport, a, a relatively safe sport, you know, teaches you discipline, teaches you to have patience. It's a really good sport to try and get a scholarship for, simply because there's so many baseball programs, so many different positions, and and there's just a disproportionate, there's, there's probably a disproportionate amount of youth players right now playing basketball or trying to play basketball at a high level. Um, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of those athletes are such good athletes that, you know, they could migrate to baseball or they could migrate to soccer and, you know, they'd probably be, uh, not in every case, obviously, but, you know, some people, you know, really don't recognize how many uh, opportunities there are to play maybe a lower division or, you know, maybe a school, a small, you know, state school to play uh, college sports. Um, well, whatever. Switching gears. This is a rant after all. Um, is anyone else uh, disenchanted with Instagram? It's an open open question to the audience. 
I just feel like it's uh, it's pointless to me. I'm not seeing anything motivational. It's usually nothing funny. It's selfies in front of uh, a waterfall or, or a picture of their baguette that they purchased at a Parisian cafe. And I don't know. It's just like, at, at what point do you totally lose interest in seeing pictures and videos? At what point are you sick of seeing a musical artist out in public wearing some ridiculous outfit or a fitness model on Instagram? That, you know, look, if I'm being honest, for the most part, kind of all look the same at this point. It's the same pose. It's the same clothes. It's the same places. Um, and look, I, I'm, I would venture to say that a large portion of that audience, they're not there to learn about the hair products that they're promoting. They're not there to learn about, you know, the, the, the new frying pan that they bought that's changed their diets. Um, it comes and goes, right? My interest in social media. I'm sure that's, that's, that's the case for a lot of, of people out there. And really at this point, um, I'll only stick to Instagram and Reddit, which I do love Reddit because of this idea that you can learn and discover things in very specific groups. But even then I, I sometimes will find myself going to Reddit out of habit, not because I'm really looking to be entertained. And maybe that's a part of the problem, right? Is occasionally we, as, as people, we, we get bored and we no longer know what to do with ourselves, Right. There was a, a simpler time not that long ago where, you know, we couldn't go on our phones or tablets at every waking hour to escape boredom. And in reality, I do think boredom is useful from time to time. It helps us become more disciplined. It helps us add perspective and it helps us become more creative. And I might be totally wrong, but this is my opinion. And in my experience, I mean, I think... As a kid, it's those moments of boredom where you have very honest internal discussions with yourself about what you like, what you want to do when you're older. And today I can say from experience dealing with younger family members and, and their peers, it's almost uh, always a question of, of, in their case, they just can't stand to be in silence for a very long time. So they're going to play YouTube videos, they're going to play video games while listening to some podcast, they're going to go on Instagram, they're checking out what's on Snapchat. And, you know, I'm not downplaying the value that social media can provide, right? I do think some apps are, are quite good at helping the youth learn about topics of interest and they get their news from social media, which is better than, I guess, being totally uninformed in, in some case. Um... But aside from the false social pressures that social media platforms tend to create, I think perhaps a consequence that others don't really um, think of or, or mention as often is how these apps help people just fill time that otherwise could be used to maybe be more productive, learn about topics, or just be bored and force yourself into these honest and open conversations about the things you want to accomplish when you're older or or. The, you know, boredom provides you a, an opportunity just to be really creative. You know, that's like everything else, right? I mean, we're all guilty of it. Even now, sometimes I have a hard time sitting in boredom. So I, I can't really say that I'm I'm doing anything uh, different.
I mean, I'm definitely not the uh, type of person that's so on the other side of the fence, right? Or that is is saying that social media is ruining the world. And I think we have to give it time. I think there's always there are always moments in in history where people are a little bit overreactionary about the effects of certain technology, right? I was, um, I can't remember what YouTube channel was on. Um, and I think they were touching on a similar topic as I am right now. And, uh, they referenced an article from the early 1900s about, uh, the effects of, uh, cars and how cars, you know, automobiles were basically going to destroy families because, you know, the youth were just going to sneak out of the house and, they were going to take their parents' car and, and go do drugs and hang out with their buddies. And they were never going to be home for dinner. So that was going to ruin the fabric of American society. And, um, you know, in retrospect, it's it's kind of silly, right? Because the added benefit of of technology is, is um, almost always, in my opinion, going to outweigh the, the possible negative consequences. I'm always a very optimistic person, so I guess that falls in line with my personality. And I also just recognize that technology always wins, right? I mean, there's whenever there's a technology that is better, faster, cheaper for us as consumers, I, um, off the top of my head, I cannot point to any one moment that we as 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 people, right? As we just said, no, we're not going to adopt in some massive form. You always have a few exceptions, right? You have like the advent of Uber, for example. Some places do uh, disallow Uber from operating for the most part. That's not the case. For the most part, Uber is allowed to compete and is, you know, crushing it in many cities. And I guess Lyft is a, the same case. Um, are you bored yet? I mean... This is, uh, this is, this is, uh, me getting into deep, uh, deep social justice warrior. Not really. I mean, it's, I'm making a joke about it, but, you know, I'm, I'm just saying the same thing that everyone else says. So I, I definitely, uh, don't want to make it seem as if I'm, I'm preaching. I hope you guys don't take it as that. Anywho, I need to uh, be wrapping up this episode, if only because I, uh, I'm i recording this first thing in the morning and uh, I need to uh, head off to work right now. Well, I'd love to do this for another five hours. I don't uh, have that luxury during the weekdays. Questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach the show at hello at sleep and relax ASMR. You can check out our website sleep and relax asmr.com if you have any suggestions you can email us if you have any if you want to talk about a topic that I touched on today if you have evidence for me if you have whatever it may be I always like hearing from you guys kind of starting a a little dialogue there thanks as always for listening and take care <laughs>